We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pot the red then screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Snooker loopy nuts are we. We're all snooker loopy. Hello and welcome to the Snooker Loopy podcast. I am Tom Mayhew and I'm here with my very good friend. It's Joe the Rocket Hannard. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was a pretty rubbish intro. Pretty rubbish. Oh, I see. I see what Joe's doing. He's making a very... For a second, I thought you were trying to say I'm not going to be the new Rob Walker. But what you were really saying is that I am just like Stephen Hendry, who um, has... I mean, that's the big snooker news. Somehow he has upstaged upstaged (laughs) the, uh, the cheating scandal. And Joe is showing me on his screen... He's got a little figure of Stephen Hendry, which um, it's similar <laughs> to the, the Dennis Taylor one. So I think once again, we're going to have to take a picture, maybe of them side by side. Joe just dropped to Stephen Hendry and turned off his webcam. I think he's disconnected entirely. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tom. <laughs> it, it, it seemed Dennis was a little annoyed. Um fell out of me hand and pressed F5 <laughs> on the keyboard. So I mean, that is incredible. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't have planned him to do that. But there we go. We've got, I mean, no. take, Joe will take a picture of them side by side. And all I will say is Dennis has got a much bigger queue. He's got much bigger feet as well. So that sort of goes along with it. Like one of them is very a very cartoony depiction of Dennis Taylor. And then the, uh, the Kellogg Stephen Hendry figure. I mean, he looks more like Dale Winton or something. He's very orange. <laughs> he does. He, yes. I still don't know how the listing on eBay listed him as Steve Davis. So I, I suppose the orange maybe put him off. I mean, yeah, Joe um, Joe found him on eBay uh, named Steve Davis, um, which he's, he's not. I mean, to be fair, he doesn't really look like either Steve Davis or Stephen Hendry. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah first thing... Um, Rachel said when 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 I showed her, she said, "Did did Andrew used to be that blonde?" <laughs> no, nope, uh, no, not really. I, like, I don't think so. <laughs> Do you think it's designed by someone yeah. who has never seen Stephen Hendry in real life? Quite. Well, I mean, possibly they've only seen him behind the mask of a dustbin <laughs> or wheelie bin. And how much perhaps. did um the the Stephen Hendry Kellogg's figure set you back? Or oh, uh, it did it did set me back ten pounds. Oh my <laughs> word! I mean, I mean, do you know what is really depressing is that is more than Stephen Hendry has earned from snooker this season. <laughs> it is actually, yeah. It should. I should have had to pay how much prize money he makes in this season, shouldn't I? I mean, technically, really? this season he's made minus money because. He's earned no prize money, and I believe he was fined for taking part in the Masked Singer. Oh, well, you know, uh, but uh, he's got a YouTube channel going that's doing pretty well, so. And you're not at all jealous, are you, Joe? No, not at all. I, I am waiting for the call up, though, yeah. of uh, um, Captain Goodspeed doing the. What was it called? It's like the. It's something table challenge. 
It can't be like the challenging table. That isn't a, a catchy phrase. I, I hope it is. I really hope it is just a challenging table. <laughs> I'm going to have a look. All right, Q-tips. Stephen Andrew. It is the Tough Table Challenge. Still quite crap, isn't it? It is. But yes, I think uh, I think we need to get Captain Goodspeed does the Tough Table Challenge. With it. and and to be fair, Hendry did the first one. <clears throat> that was his first video, I think, on the channel, and um, and he he got an eighty four break or something like that from it, which wow. he he wasn't expecting. Um, and he's had Mark Williams, Trump, Robertson do it as well, and only Robertson got within touching distance. He got something like seventy two, but nobody nobody got close to Hendry. But to be fair, he was playing on his own table. And you know? Yeah, how do we know it was definitely his first take? Um, that's true. If he get us a, if true. he gets a break of eight, he's not going to put it up, is he, on YouTube? Like. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's happy for it to go on the BBC Red Button during the Seniors Championship. You know, um, one thing, Joe, you all know, as listeners will have heard at the start of the podcast, that I got Dennis Taylor to sing Snooker Loopy last episode. Um, What you won't know, Joe, is that the first person I tried to get was Stephen Hendry. And he refused to sing it because he said it would be too awkward. Is Is that actually a true story? That is genuinely true. That is a hundred percent true. Like, can you imagine how annoyed I was to see him going? I'm. T- it's too awkward to sing Snooker Loopy. Oh, but it's fine for me to sing dressed up as a rubbish bin. Oh my god! Did you get your money back? <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I did. No. If they if they say no, you get a refund straight away. Um, but I was just like, mate, what are you on about? You won't sing Snooker Loopy for the podcast, but you'll happily sing. You should send it in again and say, dressed up as a wheelie bin, can you sing Snooker Loopy? <laughs> do you think he's just going to be full of requests now, people going, can you do me a video of your head's just popping out of a bin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. I mean, we talked about alternative match fix in punishments last episode. I think a, I think a punishment for Hendry, he shouldn't be... Um, find but he should just have to play dressed as the bin we're not going to cover the um the rubbish fiasco in too much detail because we're going to do a Stephen hendry is rubbish special i believe <laughs> well a segment i don't think we can spend an hour and 10 minutes talking about Stephen hendry is rubbish. i think i think i think we can joe i believe <laughs> I believe this will be content. No, we're we're going to um... run a little competition, aren't we? Because we're, we're assuming out there uh, that, you know, the listeners, um, may, maybe not all of you are clued up on the Mass Singer UK. So um, we're going to give everybody a chance to play along with us who we, we haven't seen it. This I, I usually enjoy it. I don't know about you, Tom, but I, I actually quite enjoy it as a show. But I've not watched this series, which I'm gutted about because... I would have definitely got that one, I feel, with the clues. I saw some people on Twitter saying they thought it was going to be Sean Murphy. <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. He's dabbling in everything else at the moment, isn't he? So, um... <clears throat> I mean, Dominic Dale, I mean, he's not famous oh, enough, probably, yeah. but he's got a good voice, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I believe he's sung my way when he won a ranking title. Or I think it was the Shanghai Masters, yeah. Yeah, back in 2007, that was. 
Joe, oh, I love that you know that. That's amazing. Joe is like a walking queue tracker. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Move over, Dave Hendon. <laughs> this is where I'm wrong, and it was actually like a completely different decade and different player, different tournament. But at least I sounded like a, uh, I did it right. It was 2007, and it was <laughs> oh, against good, Ryan glad. Day, 10-6. There you go. If you if you weren't right, I was going to say just say all the years from the year two thousand to two thousand twenty two, and I can just edit in the right one. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like uh, recording snooker nineteen commentary. You'll get me to say the same thing a hundred times in different tones and pick the right one. It won't quite match. It'll be you going like, "Oh, he won the Shanghai Masters in two thousand nine. Yeah. Should we should we reveal the competition now? Um, yes, we shall. The the competition. We basically me and you, and hopefully the listeners will predict what Stephen Hendry sounds like before we see it because we haven't seen a second of it, have we? Yeah. So so basically, what we mean by that um, is think of a singer, any anybody you like, or or a non singer, and you've got to predict who he sounds like. So, for example, you might think he sounds like. Uh, Mel C or um, uh, Adele <laughs> or, or Dominic Dale um, <laughs> all these, all these well known singers um... all these well known singers so uh, yeah just let us know down in the comments of I suppose the YouTube video if that's how you're watching it um, or on Twitter as well you, you can tweet either of us on on Twitter. Maybe use the the hash bin. Uh, the, the hash bin. The, the, <laughs> use the hash bin. <laughs> use the hashtag. Uh, rubbish sounds like. And then. Oh, good idea. Uh, or whoever. Well, who do you who do you predict? Who's your your pick? Well, uh, I'm gonna go. I think he's going to have a bit of a high-pitched voice. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, How, are we talking like Joe Pasquale here? or No, no. I think just, you know, a bit like a, a choir boy. So I know I said this as a joke, but I'm going to say <laughs> Alan Jones when he was little. <laughs> you think he's going to be Alan Jones? Yeah. Alan Jones oh when Alan Jones was 13. If he's not, I'm going to edit it so it sounds like he is, <laughs> and then we'll we'll finish the uh, the special with it, him sounding like a, a chipmunk or something. <laughs> yes, Alvin in the chipmunks version of Stephen Hendry. <laughs> yeah, you, you might be right, mate. I can't say, oh, that's ridiculous. Because yeah, you know... I just can't imagine him going for it. I don't know. I just oh, really? You think it. he'll be really reserved? That's what I feel, but then equally, I don't know if he'd get to week four if he was, but I don't know. I don't know. Go on, what do you think? I've got a feeling that um, I don't think he's classically trained, let's say that. <laughs> um, I think he's going to be... Oh, a I should have went Pavarotti. Can you imagine if he has this beautiful <laughs> operatic voice? He's just like the most awkward person ever, so I just don't I don't understand. 
I mean, I'm I'm going for more. Um, I think he's going to be a more sort of shouty kind of singer. I think he will he will go for it because he's he's in the bin costume. I think he mm. will inhabit the bin the rubbish character and he'll <laughs> i think he'll just shout because he can't sing and he'll think mm. loudness is good singing he'll be a bit like slightly robbie williamsy but mm. a bit more a bit more gravelly you know when uh you know when people who can't sing try and sing like a rock singer so like robbie williams then pretty much yeah like yeah. i predict a riot it'll do all that kind of weird oh you know what gravelly. i think you might have you might be bang on with this I can imagine it. I somehow don't think I'm going to win this competition, but I I really hope I do, because <laughs> that will be terrific television. Everyone's going to win because we get to see Stephen Hendry sing as a dustbin. Well, of course, and and also it's subjective of who was uh, who was closest, so we could all win this competition. The listener, the listener might win if you leave your comments below. Yeah. Who do you think yeah. he sounds like, or who do you, you can't listen first? You have to guess who yeah. do you think he will sound like. Yeah. So all of you fanboys that have already watched him sing, you are exempt from the competition. But you can still end there if you want. If you want to lie <laughs> and say I predict he'll sound <laughs> yeah. like this, um, and uh, the the winner the winner will receive um, a shout out in the next podcast oh there we go an elusive shout out an elusive shout out brilliant i'm I'm looking forward it should be good it should be good and i think if you know if this is a success we'll we'll try and make it a theme in the podcast to to have a competition running over to the next one of predicting something or other (laughs) how many one four three breaks will we see in this year's welsh open that's a good thing. We could do that. Anybody that got three for the Masters is uh, is rolling in it. <clears throat> rolling in, rolling in shout outs. You mean yeah, literally? Yeah, that's oh it. yeah, yeah. Because they didn't actually have the courage to bet properly on it. Because <laughs> who would do that? <laughs> a maniac. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking one thing we could do was a section called "Cue the Music," where basically. We review Stephen Hendry. <laughs> well, he'll be the second one. I thought we could start it with uh, Dennis Taylor's solo version of Snooker Loop. Yes, yes. So if we both give that a score out of ten, and then next episode we review Stephen Hendry, the following episode we review Peter Ebdon, and we try Dominic and find. Dale. I don't know how many. I don't know how many examples there'll be. There might just be those four, but yeah, I can imagine someone. I'm sure there was a video of Selby doing karaoke or something. I, I'm sure Virgo must have sang in the commentary box at some point. So Ken sang Catch the Pigeon. He did. Yeah. In the commentary box. So, you know, we can do that. Yeah. So what um, what number out of 10 would you give Dennis Taylor's solo rendition of Snooker Loopy? You know what? It wasn't half bad, but he didn't go for it enough for me. So I'm going to give him... A pink. Six out of ten. Okay, what do we do for scores above uh, seven here, Joe? Well, we use the Snooker Plus rules, Tom. <laughs> Come on. Well, I think... Uh, I mean, I feel... You know, I feel I feel slightly guilty because I kind of sprung it on him a bit. But, um, you know, he, he, he sang it basically to the right melody, I think. Um... <laughs> 
he sang the right words. Yeah, you know, I, I did write <laughs> Which them. Which we can't guarantee for any of the others. I did write them down for him, but he did it. So I'm going to be... <laughs> I might regret it later on in, in this series, but I'm going to give him a, a a generous black. That's what I'm going to give him. Uh, a generous black. And I might regret that later on. But at the moment, that gives him an average of 6.5 on our view the music leaderboards. Yeah. For eight, we can do two browns. Yeah. So you could have two browns. For nine, he can have a, a, a brown and a blue. And then for uh, for ten, you can have a, a black and a green. And after eight, there you go. If after eight want to sponsor us, that's that's fine. The after eight snooker loopy podcast. <laughs> Here we go. I think already they'll be like, let's get the checkbook out. <laughs> yes, because everybody that likes after eight probably now wants some after eight, so that's good. Good promotion for them. Love after eight to sponsor a real snooker tournament because Kit Kat sponsored the tournament in like the eighties, I think. Oh yeah. Mm. So you could have. Well, I mean, speaking of sponsorship, that's a really good segue. Um, Snooker's kind of looking for new sponsors because Kazoo, as I think we kind of predicted, mm-hmm. had sponsored too many tournaments and have now pulled out of sponsoring all of the tournaments. So you, you know, it's it's a tough one because I don't I don't think anybody watches the Kazoo World Grand Prix and thinks, oh, I'll go and buy a car. A second-hand car. I think that's why it was. Or was it Carl Steele's... I, I don't know. Exactly the fact know what people don't know what they do is part of the problem. <laughs> like... Yeah, they they probably go, oh, I fancy playing a kazoo. Let me buy a kazoo. <laughs> and unless there's a kazoo kazoo, you know... That has to be their new <laughs> advertisement campaign. Like, yeah. <laughs> So kazoo could get the monopoly on the kazoo market if they make the kazoo kazoo well how would how would that look then if the kazoo people <laughs> still sponsored it would be it would be claret and blue like uh, like everything else that they do but are you suggesting that instead of uh players having walk-on music at the world championship they have to play <laughs> their own theme tune on the kazoo as they walk down or or perhaps in the kazoo kazoo open um they have to play with a kazoo oh instead of a cue yeah or they have to fit the kazoo onto the end of the queue. <laughs> and this is why Joe doesn't work in marketing. <laughs> no, this 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 is the punishment for the match fixing. Oh, okay. You have to wear a kazoo kazoo at the end of your queue. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of uh, sponsorship, did you see who Stuart Bingham's new sponsor is? <laughs> I did not. His new waistcoat sponsor is Hot Tubs of London. No, no, no. How are we defining hot tubs here? Are we defining hot tubs as in, you know, the the bathing thing or hot tubby people? Hot tubs. (laughs) I mean, in a way, Stuart Stuart Bingham represents both of those things, I'd say. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Sorry, Stuart, if you're watching. But, oh, no, uh, we, we say this as people know. who absolutely love Stuart Bingham. He's... <laughs> he could be either. I love the idea of him doing a, a dating advert. <laughs> dating that hot tubs. <laughs> Sponsored by Kazoo. <laughs> Just him looking at the camera and like smouldering and going, finally, get your dating break. <laughs> 
Oh dear, we've got it all sus tonight, haven't we? See, Kazoo, if you're watching, Stuart Bingham, if you're watching. <laughs> uh, hit us up. Snooker loopy, nuts are we. We're all snooker loopy. Stuart Bingham is, is one of the funniest players on tour, I think. He's just properly... I think he's definitely developed into that. I mean, this is an interesting fact for you, Tom. <laughs> Probably quite a weird fact. I used to be friends with Stu Bingham on Twitter, um, on Facebook. Really? Yes. Why? How? Um, well, when I first got Facebook, now this was, you know, 2009-ish, and I was, well, I was 12 back then, sorry to say it, Tom. But, um... Yeah, you, you know, I just, like, searched random people like Matthew Stevens, Stuart Bingham, Stephen Lee. I am still friends with Stephen Lee and Matthew Stevens on Facebook. Genuinely. Hold on, so why did... A, why did Stuart Bingham delete you? <laughs> well, I'm assuming when he became... Well, uh, it was when he was world champion, he, he seemed to get rid of all of the people that weren't his actual friends. <laughs> Oh, you've you've changed, Bingham. God, you, you used to be friends with twelve-year-old boys, and as soon as you became world champion, well, yeah, I mean, I mean that that's that's a very good point. <laughs> I didn't talk to him, but you know, I bet you did. I did. I did not. I promise that. Did you wish him a happy birthday on his birthday? <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I think, I, I think, I was friends with Mark Williams actually. And I, and I remember this, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so, um, honestly, I'd forgotten this was a thing until we talked about Stuart Bingham. But um, I'd uh, I'd been to the snooker in um, at York for the the UK final, and uh, there's a picture of me on Facebook in front of, like, the advertising board for the UK Championship. And genuinely, Mark Williams tagged himself in the photo because he he was there in it. <laughs> oh, genuinely. what a hero that man is. I want to see if he's still there. I want, I want to prove this to you. Is he still on there? <laughs> You've got three mutual friends. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for Matthew Stevens now. There you go, Matthew Stevens. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and who was the other one I said? Um, well, Stuart Bingham was else? the other one, but um. Yeah, I don't think Stuart Bingham's on there anymore, unless he just stopped posting. Oh, Stephen Lee, Stephen Lee, that was the one. Yeah, Stephen Lee's still on there. Oh, he's only got one mutual friend. Clearly, one yeah. one of your mutuals gave up on Stephen Lee, or two of your mutuals. I <laughs> But hey, there you go. You weren't expecting that, were you? I absolutely was not. Because I occasionally would worry about my 12-year-old nephew. Like, what does he do on the internet? Is he going on any websites he shouldn't? But it's nice to know that some 12-year-olds just want to be friends with snooker players. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, you, you know, what I will have come from is um, probably looking for fan pages and stuff like that. And then just seeing, oh, that's them. Let's add them as a friend. And back then, like, people used to have thousands of friends on Facebook, hmm. of which maybe ten of them you knew. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
But uh, you, you would never get that nowadays. But I find it hilarious that I'm still friends with those three. I mean, perhaps I could message them and be like, come on the uh, podcast. Oh, please. As, as, you know, a 12-year friendship, you know. Please do. <laughs> I feel like Mark, Mark Williams would be great on this podcast. I mean, especially because I don't think he does many podcasts. Imagine if this was the only one he did. We'll sign an exclusive deal with him. Yeah. That's amazing. I can't mm. believe you just added them. As, did you not find um, <laughs> Did you not find Ronnie or or Judd Trump? I probably tried, but no. Oh, I wouldn't have looked for that. <laughs> one, but yeah. Um, yeah, there, there you go. Well, that's another thing for the there listeners. You Have you ever added any snooker players on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I have a... a a sneaking suspicion of a couple of names I can think of that probably have, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, perhaps not. <laughs> no, you think you might be right. I think you might be right. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was your profile picture when you added them? Do you remember? Mm. Well, I did have I did have one of me at some point, but then I did have one of. Um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I need to show you this. So I used to have one of Ronnie with um holding his world championships so 2008. Imagine if they fought uh, you were Ronnie when you added them. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one I had. <laughs> this this was later on in my um in my school years. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the film The Rock with Sean Connery. I yeah. have not. I know you're a massive fan well, of it, though, aren't you? It's a fabulous film. And uh, Sean Connery at some stage uh, looks like this. <laughs> the, the, that, that, was, that was my profile picture for a little bit. <laughs> so, for the listeners there you go. For the listener at home, <clears throat> I'll say he looks a bit like a, like a sexy Gandalf, maybe. <laughs> well, isn't that just Sean Connery through and through? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna have a look at me profile pictures. Let's see if I can find them. Um, I find the one back in the day. <laughs> oh yes, brilliant. So there's there's the Ronnie one. There's one of the Ronnie ones. Okay, 2011. So it it checks out. That could be around when you added them, possibly. Yeah, and then uh, then there's one of another scene of The Rock with Nicolas Cage in there, and then. There's the one that I showed you. Nice. <laughs> and that one got one like. Look at that. Oh, this one got two comments. Somebody just saying, ha, 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 ha. Uh, then another one of Ronnie. I'm really hoping that Mark Williams commented on one of these. And then then there's one of me in a in a cricket team. I'm Aww. there. The tall, lanky one at the back. Do you still yeah. um did you add any other sportsmen, any cricketers or footballers or You know what? I can't say I did. Sean Connery or <laughs> Was it just yeah. snooker players? I, I, honestly I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll throughout this podcast and see if I can find any other famous names on there. I'd love that. <laughs> but uh, I, I honestly the the hilarious thing was him tagging himself in the promotional photo for the UK championship. And I remember Rachel being like, who on earth is Mark J. Williams? <laughs> I said, oh, he's um, he's a snooker player. 
So what's this? Uh, this must have been early in your relationship before she knew who Mark Williams well, was. Well, it was 2019, so three years in. So I think I just about got away with uh, being in running territory. So, <laughs> <laughs> Although she probably should have at that point. But yeah. Um, right, let's have a look at Mark Williams' profile. I couldn't find any more famous people. He's got 4,124 friends, so I'm not even that special. Mark Williams, here we go. Tepchaya Unnu has taken the yellow to black challenge. So here's, uh, oh, it's only a follow. That's a shame. It's not an ad friend. Oh, it is. You can actually add Tepchaya as a friend. Oh, no. I've just realised Joe's going to try and add more snooker players now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that bold anymore. I do not have that level of confidence. He's going to end up with 100 <laughs> players added to his Facebook list. Yeah. <laughs> the, the closest I have to. Um, any Facebook friends who are snooker players uh, is the fact that Willie Fawn follows me on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I say he he did. I mean, he did follow me. I guess he doesn't anymore. Yes. But it's a there, shame. There his, account, his account just isn't active anymore. Do you think... Well, do you, do I, don't, you... I don't mean it in, in that, uh, like, uh, yes, I know he's, you know, not controlling it from his coffin, but, um, <laughs> you know, Imagine... you see with... <laughs> Imagine if you logged into Twitter and Willie Foreman tweeted, Oh, I just had a great frame against Alex Higgins. <laughs> uh, somehow I don't think those two ended up in the same place in, in heaven. I don't think Alex Higgins ended up there. I think but, you're um, probably right. <laughs> but but uh, no, uh, usually a, a family member goes on there and keeps it going and, mm. you know, that sort of thing. I think it's a shame. What, but, what would he tweet though? It's not like you know. It's not like he's. A, he has a memory of Willie Thorne at the nineteen seventy two UK championship. Or like a fan page. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying this as a <laughs> snooker nerd, Joe. Um, do you really think there's enough demand for that? <laughs> well, according to Judge Trump, you know we should stop harkening on about the past. So maybe not. Maybe not. Snooker loopy nuts are we? We're all snooker loopy. Is um entering a tournament and then withdrawing because you're going to be dressed up as a singing dustbin? Is that a form of match fixing? <laughs> well, if somebody bet Stephen Hendry will lose this match because he's actually in the mass singer, then I would suggest yes. <laughs> But it's interesting because remember his excuse was always he had work commitments. Yeah, and everybody assumed that that was commentary, and then they were like, "Well, hang on a minute, Ken and Jimmy have just went uh, raced up the M6 to go and play in the qualifiers, so why can't you?" I mean, if anything, I would say that Hendry dressing up as a bin and withdrawing from the UK Championship has done more damage to the sport than the uh, match fixing. <laughs> yes, no, I think I think you definitely aren't there something there. I'm just trying to think: are golf's majors, or, or for instance, um, tennis majors? I don't think any of them have sponsors, like named sponsors. I know Robinson's is a big sponsor of Wimbledon, yeah, but, but it's not the, it's not the Robinson's Wimbledon. Welcome to the Robinson's 2023. But that's that's the thing about snooker. It's 
it's really weird. I don't know another sport that does it, but with snooker, the commentators are always, I mean, particularly John and Dennis, they're always like, he's the 2022 Kazoo World Champion. But clearly that must be in their contract. It must be, because I'm sure <laughs> if they didn't say that, they'd get in trouble. Because mm. why else would you say mm. it? But even but they, even even in the seniors, they're like, "Oh, this Wears Production uh, World Seniors title." But even even stranger than that, like not even sponsorship. There used to be events that were called like, you know, the Benson Hedges Championship. That mm. was the title of the whole mm. event. Was mm. the sponsor and the kick cut open? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just had those. Or and that's bizarre, isn't it? Going like, here's the Ben. Mm. It's not mm. even a tournament. That's. Or the news of the World mm. Open, I think, was one. And it's like, they're not... <laughs> John Higgins is the defending champion of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, the worrying thing is he might actually be. Let's <laughs> try to look it up. <laughs> I don't even know if it'll have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> news the news of the world tournament oh no it's from the 50s okay probably not <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that should be a yeah. tournament now just for match fixes <laughs> <laughs> yeah if only that that uh, company existed that's true it would be even weirder nowadays yeah. i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah now it would be the daily mail open <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, talk TV open. Yeah, or the players with uh, very right wing <laughs> views that get a bye to the second round. The GB News Invitational. What oh, says Peter Ebden's come out of retirement? What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, no, uh, well, I mean, looking ahead, we've obviously got the shootout starting. Well, shall we just for us try and pick. Um... We can't predict the whole thing because it'd be ridiculous. We pick eight names and we do our own sort of graph where if they get to round two, they get a point. If they get to round three, they get four points, so on. And we'll see who has the best team and if any of us can get the winner. How about that? A bit like we did for Q School. Yes. And that, and how successful was that? <laughs> well, exactly. So how many am I picking? Uh, I think eight's a good number. Eight, okay, right. So, um, I'm thinking of a number. If you say a number less than it, then you get first choice. If you say more, then I get first choice. Um, 99. That was more. I was thinking of the number eight, because we're picking eight Ugh. people. So, uh, So, I get first choice. And then we'll go in the ABBA format. So you'll get two choices and then I'll get one. Okay. Two and then, yeah. Okay. So my first pick from the shootout is going to be David Lilly. No, he was going to be my first pick. <laughs> right. Hang on. We need to write these down. Um, otherwise, I will definitely forget. So. Uh, my first pick is going to be Craig Stedman. Oh, I just picked him because I think he's quite a funny character. 
and he reached the semi-final. But <laughs> he's he, a great character. He just realised yeah. he's playing against Mark Williams, so maybe that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right. to stick with Craig. I'm sticking with Craig Stedman, and I'm going to. I think that's a good choice. I'm going to also go for uh, Mark King. Oh. Right, I'm going to go Mark Williams. <laughs> <laughs> the first grudge match of the shootout. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's Mark King playing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm going to go on ye. Oh, okay. Detroit Boom Jang. <laughs> I would love. Did you see his match with Ronnie? By the way, um, speaking of match fixing, he braided the respotted black around the table. Yeah, but I don't think he's match fixing. I think he's just absolutely insane. <laughs> yes, yeah, do right. Okay, I'll go for Rianne Evans. I fancy her to uh, oh, to okay. pick up a win. Hope so, because she she is getting closer. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go Jimmy White. Always seems to do well in the shootout. And, oh, Crafty Ken's playing uh, Stephen Maguire. That's an interesting match. Um, <laughs> Did you see who Riyadh was playing? Oh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to go for my good friend, Matthew Stevens. Oh, God, I bet you've got some insider knowledge there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing Dominic Dale. He's playing Dominic Dale. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Dominic Dale then. I'm t- I'm taking Dale. Snickerloop be sponsored by Dominic Dale. The shootout. I'm going to try and pick someone I've not heard of. I'm going to go for a. <laughs> I'm going to go for... Vladislav Gradinari. But I'm tempted, but he is against on you, so I feel like it'll just make it a grudge match again. So, um, <laughs> what about what was it, Jensen Kenrick or whatever? Is he actually playing? He's against Jensen. I was like, uh, who, who on earth is he? Is playing, he is playing. I was like, who on earth is Jensen Kendrick? And then he actually qualified. Okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna go for Jensen Kendrick, has got to be good luck, surely. <laughs> Right, so that is now your sixth pick. Um, ooh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go for oh, the, the temptation to just go like Selby. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna go Julian Leclerc. Ah, that's interesting. Who's he against? <laughs> uh, I, I think he's won a couple of matches this season. Oh, and definitely Fergal O'Brien, my uh, faithful from the Q School days. You've got two more picks, and then I've got one. I'm going to go for Mohammed Ibrahim. Right, uh, and your last pick Ding Junwei. Ooh. Right, I am going to go... Oh, Graham Dot. Graham Dot. Thank you very much, Joe, for joining me on this podcast. No, you're very welcome. I've very much enjoyed it, and it's always a good laugh. And thank you to everybody for listening as well. Please like, share, subscribe, all that stuff, and comment below 
what does Stephen Hendry's singing voice sound like? Is he Ali Jones? Or is he your aunt after one too many wines? <laughs> <laughs>